This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Oh, oh, time to get up. Hey, Bert. Oh, Bert. Time to get up, Bert. The alarm just went off, Bert. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V-I-G. Ah! I'm cold. Switch up, and then we'll know I'm cold. All right, bend over. Okay, th- no, ah, I'm slipping, and then bad things. Everybody stop undressing. We just had harassment training. I, I can't. I don't even know what to say. It makes me sick. I want to barf every time I get near it. I can't take it anymore. Act like I'm not here. Uh, fun fact. Do not talk to me. I'm not here. Do you hear me? I mean, you don't because I'm not here, but I'm not here. What about an emotional support squirrel? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Why is this a thing? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Like, it's so annoying. Roll another one. Hello, Dare. Just like the other one. Hey, now. This one seems to be about to quit. I've got a bad feeling about this. And I need another hit. It's our time to shine. 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 Let's shine. Let's shine. Let's shine. Let's shine. How many times a day do you think somebody should poop? Anybody else got a question? Just pass it around. They're looking up on the internet, except there's some Screw all the haters and what they say. Just pass it on down. And now. Meow, 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 Our feature presentation. R.I.P. Kevin, you guys. I miss him. Welcome into yet another all-new Kevin and Bean show. This time it's Ray Fry. Yay! Yay! Yeah, 27th of September. I um, It's certainly not a legacy. I'm not suggesting it's anything as grand as that. But when I start to think about what I hope this show is remembered for, I hope it's for being the show that stole Meow Yoki from another, another morning show. <laughs> and then the guy on that morning show got fired got a couple fired. of months later, yeah. Right. I hope that's what we're remembered for, is the, one, the ones who saw the genius of Meow Yoki and brought it to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I hope so. And didn't yeah. reach back for the other dude. No need. Don't remember his name. <laughs> don't, don't need him. Don't care. No. Right. <laughs> How y'all doing? Good. Pretty good. Yeah. No one get hurt yesterday? I'm, I'm living in a bubble now. Okay. I'm nervous about what's going on at this station, at this show in particular. 
Oh and so yeah. I am I I'm living a final destination life. I'm yeah, seeing I, everything around me. I do feel and it has been suggested by many listeners that there is something contagious about the injuries going on right now. And uh yeah, I mean, look, look, look. That story in the news um from earlier this year about nine nurses at the same hospital getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know, some stuff is contagious and it it sh- shouldn't be there's no scientific or logical explanation of, as to how it happens mm-hmm. but the same thing happens to a bunch of people at the same time yeah dave thinks <clears throat> excuse me sorry dave thinks i broke my collarbone because it was karma for hip- dropping him when he was trying to do a handstand oh mm. yeah no so. i think god would have rewarded you <laughs> if karma was real <laughs> well two of us are in slings right now so that's where we're going and who knows what uh, condition kevin's going to be like when he comes back on monday right i mean after a week in spain there's any number of things that could have gone wrong yeah he could be gored by a bull for all we know oh no like he, they do in spain he uh I think a couple people on the show, not I, but I believe a couple people on the show have been talking to him mm-hmm. from when he's at a nightclub. Like, oh. it, it's the middle of the night, and he's sort of like, at a nightclub, <laughs> like, excitedly. So, okay. Look, here's one thing I'll say about uh, Kevin, is that he squeezes every minute out of his vacations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, he's, he's not thinking about this show. No. And won't be until he wakes up Monday morning. And right. yeah. maybe Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he'll be shark as a tap. He, he won't be, be sh- any of those things. <laughs> yeah. All right. A couple of stories in the news yesterday, and then we'll tell you about today's, I think, excellent all-new Kevin and Bean show. They both involve bathrooms on airplanes. Mm. Two different, I won't say disasters, but kind of uh, not what people were expecting when they got on a plane and had to be diverted. Mm-hmm. Boy. Has that happened to you where you've been on a plane and it's had to be diverted to someplace you didn't get to land at your destination? Just once for weather, not something Mm -hmm. happening in a bathroom. Yeah. An Alaska Airlines flight had to make an emergency landing yesterday after a passenger threatened to storm the cockpit. Why? Because he couldn't use the bathrooms in first class. Well, that is aggravating. The flight, <laughs> the flight from JFK to LAX was forced to land in Kansas City, which oh. must have been a disappointment to everybody mm-hmm. on the plane. <laughs> when the man tried to enter the cockpit and then made a threat against the aircraft, upset he wasn't allowed to use the bathrooms in first class. He said the bathrooms in coach were full. So either he was in an explosive situation and no, you don't understand, I have to go now or he was just a guy who was too impatient to wait in line behind a couple of other passengers who were uh, queued up to use the the uh, restroom in in coach. By the way, team that guy. Sorry. Really? If I have to poo, mm-hmm. it's it's. I almost feel like we could emergency land just based off that. But I if I if there's a long line and I have to poo and I go, you guys, you got to help me out here. I can I use the first class bathroom? I'm really in trouble. And they say no. Mm-hmm. That's I mean. I I can't have any sympathy for for the staff. Like, they, just let him poo. I don't How? think uh, a guy that stormed the cockpit had to poo. I made think, a threat against an aircraft. I think he just had some serious problems. Well, m- possibly, but also, if I've pooed my pants, I want the flight to go down. I'm like, <laughs> okay. I don't want to. I don't want to answer for this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, there's poo all over my pants. We have a lo- we have hours left on this flight. I'm going to storm the cockpit to get this thing wouldn't down. Wouldn't it be? Would it make more sense though to convince the other people in line in coach? Hey, it's kind of an emergency. Would you mind? Could I go ahead of you? Wouldn't that yeah. make more sense? Uh, or or yeah. bring it up, plane to down. A flight attendant, say, we, "Listen, I got to go real are bad." Are we sure he didn't do yeah. that? Um, we're not. Right. We're not. But is the next step storming the cockpit and making a threat? 
It I'm is saying Jensen, this apparently. is not this is not a normal incident. I, yeah, that's I, not how you handle it. I guess what I'm saying is, if the problem is that he, if, if it's a full bathroom in coach and no one's letting him go in the first class one, I genuinely think that's messed up. But beyond that, I, obviously he went insane. Okay. But I do think it's messed up to be like, I have a stomach, especially with people like IBS and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have to go to the bathroom. And they're like, oh, bourgeoisie, they paid an extra $800. That's still crazy to me. Okay. All right, so Jensen is team a-hole on that yes. one. Let's see how he feels mm-hmm. about this one. A United Airlines flight was diverted to Denver, Colorado. This was a Washington, D.C. to San Francisco United flight because a female passenger was trapped in the bathroom. Oh. Could not get out. Went in. Some malfunction with the door. Mm. Was stuck in the bathroom. That's not fun. The uh, passenger was removed safely from the laboratory after landing, and customers have since continued on to their destination on a new aircraft, was the statement released afterwards. A Twitter user posted video online of maintenance (laughs) technicians working on the door. We're just working on opening the door at the moment, man. We'll get you out soon. Um... I'm sorry, you're already in Denver. Can't she hang on for like another 45 minutes to get to San Francisco? <laughs> I know it's I know it's unpleasant and it's it's a little bit scary, but she's not in any danger. Yeah, right? but not to ruin that joke, which was very funny. But in truth, they can't land if she's not like can't. Don't they have to like figure it out? But they oh, had to land. That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Like they still just did it. Is what yeah, I'm they guessing. landed anyway. So wow. yeah, hold on for 45 more minutes. Yeah, I guess yeah, you're because, right. Because what I think else? It's more than 45 though. From, from Denver. Denver to San Francisco? Yeah, I think it's like an hour and a half. Maybe. Yeah, it's not my problem, though. It's her problem. Look. Now, was it first class or coach? Big difference. <laughs> well, that was coach. Okay. Well, that's first class person, that would never happen to them. <laughs> yeah. Probably not. Um, that I mean, I, I get that that would be unpleasant to be stuck in the bathroom, not be able to, to get out. Mm-hmm. I do get that. But did they make the right call by land in the plane to get her out? Oh, it's almost three hours. Oh, yeah. San Francisco. Yeah, they did the right thing. Okay, okay. then yeah, yeah, we should not stick her in a room. It wasn't for like three Vegas hours. to Burbank. No. Okay. Then I'd say no big deal. And let's be honest, you're fine with that in that bathroom. Yeah, I do want to also think about when they started talking about it. Like three hours, man. I don't know. Could she do it? Like <laughs> trying to figure out if they should land without her input. Like, you're like, man, please be quiet. There, we're trying to figure this trying out. Trying to figure this out. Right they, now. they should have just ignored her in the bathroom. Yeah. Just like let her bang the door as loud as she wants and just pretend you don't hear it. Uh, I'm I, I I'm team landing on that one. Team landing. Okay. 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 All right. Let's uh, take a look at today's all new Kevin Bean show, shall we? That sounds great. Let me know how that goes. Um, well, I think it's going to go pretty well. We've got a, a bunch of topics on the table today, including speaking of flying, one airline, it was Japan Airlines, right? Has uh, has unveiled a new way for you to pick your seat on the plane so that you don't have to sit next to an infant. Hmm. Uh, is this the wave of the future? We'll discuss. I feel like this is something people have been asking for for a very long time. It is a bad surprise when that that, uh, person walks down the aisle and plops down next to you with a kid. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, How many trailers do you want before a movie? This was a controversy that was all over the Internet this week, too. I was very surprised how many deep feelings people have on this topic. Um, You snitched on a family member. A new survey is out talking about the percentage of people who would tell law enforcement if somebody in their family had committed a crime. Now, of course, it varies how close you are to the relative and how serious the crime is. But we're going to find out uh, what you think and hear your stories. I'm today. still I, my cousin Takashi six nine. I'm still bummed out about that, <laughs> but I had to do something. Um, he was the runner-up on America's Got Talent. Our friend 
Oh, I'm like Takashi six nine. <laughs> nope. I would be watching that show more often. <laughs> yeah, I had to pause for a second. He was America's Got Talent, right? He was at Last Comic Standing. Taylor Williamson. Yes, America's yes. Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's one of the funniest guys, one of the nicest guys we know. He's going to be joining us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning here on the Kevin Beat Show. It's Keep It 100 today because it is Friday. Friday. You, you get to help us pick the music on the program. Yeah, yeah. Also, we'll add some new songs to the That's My Jam playlist today. We got more tickets for WWE SmackDown's 20th anniversary. We got Joker tickets for you to see it ahead of its opening next weekend. And, of course, the Hella Mega Tour as well. That's a lot of show, you guys. And it all gets started with Ali's What's Happening when we return on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean! K-U-Rock, K-R-O-Q. And Allie is here with our first look at what's happening on a Friday. How do we... Yeah, how do we usually find out about halftime singers at the Super Bowl? And when? Isn't it usually closer to the Super Bowl? Yes. Uh, I think it's a little closer than where we are right now, yeah. Does Yeah, it feels like we find out maybe December? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I just haven't cared as much in the past, so I never really knew, but it feels early right now, I think finding they, out who's doing it. I think they have some questions to answer, you know what I mean, from last year. I, I, this, this obviously, they hired Jay-Z. They did a lot of different things to make sure that they don't run into that Maroon 5, no artist from Atlanta in Atlanta issue, hmm. if you remember. So I think this is part of their PR. Interesting. Yeah. Well... We now know who's going to be playing the halftime at the Super Bowl on Sunday, February 2nd, 2020. Flavor Flay! No. Uh, Pop stars Jennifer Lopez and Shakira. Oh, wow. Wow. That was was strong. Um, They confirmed the news yesterday on social media. J-Lo wrote, this is happening 2-2-20. She then added she and Shakira are, quote, Going to set the world on fire. It doesn't get any bigger than this. Yeah, it does. I love you, Poppy. Look, hear my whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a great choice because the Super Bowl is in Miami. And people will tune in to watch it. And I can't argue that it will be a success. Mm-hmm. But is it Weird Al? Again, uh, is Weird, it Weird Al, Al? Weird Al is never going to play the Weird Super Bowl Al is, halftime show. Weird Al is you the greatest greatest idea ever rejected for, for an NFL halftime show mm-hmm. and and how how do they not see that um he i need you to just get over it um he would I mean, never it play would be it. pretty awesome for him to come out in the fat suit it would be incredibly awesome to see a, a medley of weird al hits at the super bowl halftime show who wouldn't want to see that mm-hmm. yeah huge i'm telling you Mm-mm. Where would you like the city to be? Or you're just fine anywhere? Anywhere, right. yes. I'm giving you guys gold here. Okay. Uh, it might be best if you just let it go. Okay. I can never I can never enjoy any Super Bowl halftime show because the, from the moment it is announced, all I am is consumed with rage from then <laughs> until the actual day of the game because they once again mm-hmm. have overlooked the world's greatest human for the halftime show. Okay, let's take Weird Al out of the equation. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to be happier with J-Lo and Shakira than you were last year with Maroon 5. Certainly. Okay. Yes, of course. So let's let's look at some of the positives. Look at the bright side. Okay. Yeah. I, got you. I mean, it's a di- distant second compared to my disappointment over Weird Al not sure. being chosen. Sure. Under- understandable. Maybe next year. Not at all. Uh, yeah, so there you have it, you guys. Not mad. Okay. Good. I mean, I, look, they've made far worse choices for the halftime show. Yes, they have. I, I am still holding out some hope just because Kevin, we found out, hates counting mm-hmm. in songs that Gloria Estefan will 
show up with Miami <laughs> Sound Machine at some point during this. I feel like they have to. If if not just to like come in during the changeover between J Lo into the Shakira set, mm-hmm. like all of a sudden she's like one two three four, and then Kevin is just losing it at whatever house he's at watching the Super Bowl. She's um she's done two halftime shows already. Mm-hmm. I know. Is mm-hmm. she a big enough artist that we need her on a third? When yeah. you look at all the people who haven't done it, it's Miami Sound Machine. Yeah, that yeah. is a good way to promise yourself a Super Bowl performance. Just right. put a city in your name, Absolutely. right? And then you'll play when it gets the Super Bowl. That's right. Phantom Planet. Can't wait for the year after. Because it's in uh, a different planet? No, it's like, isn't it here in L.A.? You have a song, California? Oh, oh I figured, it was a it was a journey. <laughs> I'd figure Red Hot Chili Peppers would it get was it before, a, yeah. oh, no. considering California's in every song they've ever written. <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably true. Yeah, that was a journey, and I'm sorry I took you all on it, you guys. Hey, uh, coming up, I'm going to um, tell you about a guy that um, had such a huge dong that people thought he was shoplifting. <laughs> what a tease. Yeah. I asked you not to tell that story, Abine, Allie. Abine, we have to talk about it. I you asked you to please. That was, I told you that privately. You should be proud. Oh, my we God. Like, is it really that like. big? <laughs> All right. We are going to talk about that next. Uh, but coming up uh, right now, some birthdays. Gwyneth Paltrow, Meatloaf, Lil Wayne, Avril Lavigne, and associate producer Christine. Right. Happy birthday, Christine. Happy birthday. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. A uh, controversy. Hey, do we have uh, Dave the King of Mexico? Because he's he's the, I think he's the outlier in this system. Yes, sir. Uh, a controversy on the internet this week after a new Hollywood Reporter article interviewed Americans on how many trailers they would like to see in front of the movies mm-hmm. when they go to the movies. And I know that there are some people who are like, just get to the movie already. I don't want to be here all day. And it does seem like in some theater chains, it's pretty interminable how long you have to wait to get to the film. Because it's not just the movie trailers. It's also the ads. It's also the let's all go to the lobby. It's also the Coke commercials. <laughs> what you know? year is it? <laughs> uh, the newsreels talking about the Hindenburg. I love watching the po- talkies. The poor Lindenburg baby. Got to hear all about him. <laughs> Look, they do have a, a modern version of the old let's all go to the lobby where they promote their snack bar. Okay? I'm saying that's part of the pre-show entertainment, as they say. So you can be sitting there. And by the way, this has happened to me before. The tell organist, me if, he's got to play. <laughs> tell me if you guys, if this has happened to you before. Have you ever gone to the film and have waited so long for all of the pre-show entertainment that you forgot what movie you were there to see? Yes. That, that has, has happened, happened to, to me. me. At the AMC one, the one where it's like a full television show before the movie mm-hmm. airs, where it's like they'll show a Coke commercial that was made by a college student, and then they'll end up showing some sort of preview, and then an ad for Fortnite. Like that then I'm like, am I watching TV? I'm usually just so tired from the trivia before that I get. <laughs> well, you're working so hard <laughs> I'm on working it. so hard. I'm yelling out my answers. Holding up Pe- signs. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> well, here's the, uh, here's the results of the uh, survey. Nearly, <laughs> nearly six in ten Americans, 59%, say one to three trailers is the ideal number. Perfect. Yep. Perfect. Really? That's you the guys, sweet spot. 
Yep. One to three seems like a, 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 that's cheating as far as I'm concerned. Three, I you want more? Three I is feel, ideal. One would I, be a little weird. I feel ripped off if I only get three trailers. You're kidding. Why? No. Don't you, you know you can watch them online. They're just commercials. They're not like exclusive to the theater. No, I get that. But it's nice to see, to get a feel for, and, and oftentimes it'll be the first time I've heard of or seen anything from a film that I didn't even know about. And mm-hmm. it's exciting to see trailers. And by the way, each one is how long? Under two minutes usually. Yeah, they, I think they now legally based on the has has to be under two minutes so what's well, your ideal number if if jensen and i say three is good dave what's yours look i am different because i love movie trailers so i could go for six to eight. Oh my god <laughs> yes too many but here's a caveat for me in trailers because i understand that that uh when trailers happen it's usually about 20 to 30 minutes of trailers i think movie theaters should post the actual time of the movie starts so if they say that the movie begins at 8 10 mm-hmm. the movie should start at 8 10 start the mm-hmm. trailers at 7 50 but then so, for people that love the trailers they're constantly watching people moving in front of them while they're trying to watch a trailer and a majority, of, pe- and a majority right of people like one to three i think you know what i mean yeah. like, i don't think anyone goes oh one to three trailers i don't know how i got through it i think it's past three if your theater is showing more than three put them in that weird trivia opening, right? I mean, I would assume, but but Bean, what what's your number? Um, I think I'm with Dave. I mean, honestly, I don't think you can have enough trailers. I wanna, oh my god, you I would like to see. Can. I would like to sentence. see. All right, this is just off the top of my head. Thirty-five to fifty. <laughs> Is how many trailers I'm looking for. Again, this is a man that doesn't go, go to, to movies. movies. Doesn't go to the movies, so, right. Yeah. Um, only 21% of respondents are in favor of watching four to six trailers. That's just four to six, by the way. Mm-hmm. The number drops dramatically to just 2% when asked about watching seven to nine trailers. This is interesting. Among the poll's other findings, 5% would rather see no movie trailers at all and 1% would be in favor of watching more than a dozen. So that's that's the opposite end. <laughs> that person is yeah. a monster. I want to meet that person. Like, doesn't anyone ever check out that channel on DirecTV that's just all trailers? Definitely no. Oh, my Never, God, it's so no. good. Never thought of that. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing better than like, sitting down ready for, for, like, say, Avengers, and then you see, like, the Lucasfilm, and it's the first time that you're seeing the Star Wars trailer, and then it gets released. Well, you don't have the internet then, because that's the purpose no, 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 of the internet, no. is to see new Star Wars is, trailers. No, what I'm saying is, like, it, they show it before... They they release it to sometimes they do at least release it to uh the, the net rarely so, nowadays yeah rarely though. nowadays yeah. but sometimes it's an event that leads you and draws into that movie and it sounds so good like the dunkirk trailer has been one of the best trailers and i enjoyed every single time i saw it and i would get there early to make sure i didn't miss it jensen mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and ali do you guys intentionally come in late so that you could miss some of that nonsense before the I film mean, have you met me i'm <laughs> 30 minutes early for everything yeah i'm sitting in there just waiting i'd rather relax for a second as well but i i, I think the other problem i mean and this is a whole nother topic but most of these trailers give away too much info anyway i think some of the best movies i've ever seen i went in with no knowledge and that's better yeah, for me, so I, I miss some totally. time. Yeah. All right, let's take one call. Uh, I think that's all we're going to have time for in this segment. Interesting uh, range of opinions here. Francisco in L.A. wants to weigh in as well. Francisco, thank you for listening. Thank you for calling the Kevin Amin Show. What's up, my friend? What's up, guys? I have an interesting take on trailers. I don't like watching trailers. They only give me a chance to be late to see the actual movie. <laughs> so I know I have at least a 15-minute range, at least a 15-minute range. He's not really to see a movie. If only there were a way to just leave earlier and get there on time. Nah, no way. 
No way. Yeah, no, that's just not not in LA. That's not happening. Okay, all right. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for the call. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Allie, you got some good news for us if uh, if we got some flights in our future. I mean, it's good news for some. Others are questioning why this is happening, but... There's a whole list of pet peeves with flying nowadays. Mm -hmm. I mean, the seats are smaller. It seems everybody's more crammed in there. Everything seems to be overbooked. Everything seems to be late. But one airline wants to make it easier for you if you don't want to be sitting on the plane just with your b-hole puckered, watching that mom (laughs) with a baby on her hip walking down the aisle, maybe a two-year-old right behind her. Oh, God, don't let him sit by me. Don't let him sit by me. Because they are doing something where passengers traveling with children between eight days and two years old who select their seats on the website of Japan Airlines, they will have a child icon displayed on the seat location screen. So that's going to let other passengers know that a child might be sitting next to them if they choose the seat next to them or in front of them, behind them, that type of thing. What that means is nobody is going to want to fly. They're going to take another flight rather than have to sit in that row. And that that lady and her child are going to be the only ones in that section. Which is why (laughs) I'm now going to just put a child on all my seats. Yeah, it's perfect. Just to have nobody near me. Yeah, when they bother you, just go, no, I meant I'm super immature. I'm just a, I'm a baby. <laughs> I'm a I'm real an baby. absolute baby. But it, it got me thinking, because I've, I've said before, what about just a whole flights where it's just Babies? Kids? Yeah. Oh, I'd love baby flights. I mean, that would be amazing. But I don't think there are enough people traveling from destination A to destination B at the same time who all have kids under two. Well, that's because they have to go on one specific flight. It's once a day. <laughs> oh, once I see. a day. Force them all into one <laughs> I flight. see. Um, by the way, a couple of questions here. Um, mm-hmm. Can you fly with a baby who's eight days old? I thought you weren't al- weren't allowed to fly with kids that young. I don't. I think you can. I don't think you you should that young. But I, just so they it's don't out there, have like, their shots yet or anything. True, but I mean there are cases where babies have to fly that young, right? Like sure, a medical medical situation. situation. Sure. So I don't think it's like impossible to mm-hmm. happen. And okay. I think that if someone were to have to have their baby in the U.S. and then eight days later travel to Japan, that doesn't seem that great. I mean, it's not ideal for the people around. Right. Uh, but I mean, Danielle and I recently, when we went to Thailand, we spent a bunch of money. I mean, it was I've never even purchased that kind of first class ticket. I I really sprung for that Mm -hmm. and then to watch a baby sit in our section in Mm -hmm. first class was like crazy yeah Yeah, crushing and and crushing but it ended up being fine but it still was it's still like oh is this going to be terrible and and i don't think we would have not went on the flight had Mm -hmm. we known but it is kind of a bummer I, i will say just so people don't misunderstand we do understand. I think I speak for the room when we say we're not shaming the parents no. who have to fly with their kids. No. And we understand that you're going to do probably the best you can to to make it as comfortable for other passengers as possible. But sometimes kids, you know, you do everything you can. And if you're trying, I think most people will give you the benefit of the doubt. And, and- I, yeah, I think the majority of parents flying with kids are trying 
everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. And, and you give them a look like, we get it. I feel it's going to be fine. I feel worse for them than I do myself. 100%. <laughs> like, there's a, a certain camaraderie when I see a mom, even though I'm not a mom, but a mom come down and she just looks exhausted. I don't mind if a baby sit next to me because I like babies and I want to hold your baby. Let me hold your baby. Um, <laughs> but, I think they have to weird. put up an icon for you now. They probably should. Um, but Stay away from the crazy lady with the, with the, the empty barren vagina. Uh, you know what I would... Re- well, it's... It's the uterus, my, I yeah, know. I got my it. vagina is... Uh, that's it's, the, it's filled. But right? I think we figured yeah. out the icon. <laughs> yes. I will say this, though. Instead of the child icon displayed, I would like a foot displayed. Thank you. I want to know mm-hmm. where the passenger who's immediately about to take off their shoes and their socks, where is that asshole sitting? I don't want to sit by them. Put a tuna fish icon. <laughs> I want the tuna fish icon. I want to know where the asshole that's bringing tuna fish onto a plane is sitting. It's just, it's. we have so many more problems. Any, any flight before noon, I also want a Panda Express icon. Yeah. Anyone who's eating breakfast from the Panda Express mm-hmm. in the airport, I don't want to sit near you. And um, not even because of smell. I just yeah. think you're disgusting. I w- Because why are you going to Panda <laughs> Express? What are you doing so early? <laughs> I, I will say that the first thing I thought when I saw this is, does this, uh, does this open up the door to exactly what you're saying, which is now we are just slicing and dicing every person that's on that plane to make sure that you don't have a talker, to make sure that you don't mm-hmm. have a snorer, to make sure you don't have a guy who plays a Game Boy without headphones and you have to listen to doom, 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 doom. Mm-hmm. for the whole flight because you run into all of those people oh for sure and if people could just kind of mix and match the the like personalities like put the two talkers together if you looked on if you looked on the grid there when you were picking your seat and you saw a talker you're like oh i love having some conversation on a plane boom you sit next to that person everybody's happy i'd also like to see tank top like a tank top icon you want to sit by the tank top? no i don't yeah. no it is the opposite I, tank top. I think we are very close to your underarm hair at that point because we're in a very confined space i i i a think tank top icon. i don't like it it's too close to your hair okay uh and so those are things i could also add i feel like uh this is just the beginning of a new wonderful world of traveling in our future you guys and good, I think, jo- good I job i think what we're saying here is we'll totally take the baby yeah right yeah we'll take the baby over tank tops okay Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-R-O-Q. ASMR. Yeah. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Kevin and Bean Okay, show. so creepy. <laughs> Please. Is it creepy? You don't, stop, yeah. But you don't actually get the feeling, do you? Uh, no, I get a I creeped out feeling. Is that similar to... You don't get a, uh, you don't get a yeah. tingle in your parts? No. <laughs> Not at all? In mm. my later age, I have developed it, so that was different really? for me. Yeah, it was different. Oh, it, I learned it here on the show when we yeah. played one, and I was uh-huh. like, oh, God. Do you uh, need me to start calling you at night to tuck you in? <laughs> No, Bean. I don't need that. <laughs> it's actually the opposite of what all of us hey, need. Yeah, Jensen, it's time for you to go to bed. <laughs> Just make sure you have a good night, man. That's my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's. Uh, it's Joker time, you guys. You get to see it days ahead of it opening in theaters everywhere next Friday. This, uh, I mean, just give Joaquin Phoenix the Oscar already, right? Yeah, it would seem this so. looks like one of the most intense performances ever. We want you to be there. Actually, uh, great time to call in because we have five winners this time around. So let's see how you do. The game is called Famous Laughs. Can you name this famous laugh? I think you can. <laughs> Famous laugh is known throughout the land. <laughs> Name the famous laughs. It's easy as one, two, three. <laughs> if you win, you'll get tickets to the Joker movie. <laughs> right. Thank you, Omar. Okay, thank you. Gotcha. Got it. Understood. Thank you. Okay. Okay. All right. 
The gate. I'll show that. The game. Oh my! <laughs> the game is as simple as it sounds. We're going to be playing you a famous laugh. All you have to do is identify the person who's doing the laughing. Yeah. If you're right, you win tickets. No drawing this time around. You're actually going to see Joker. Uh, Jose is in Victorville right now. Oh, Jose, have you been to the Cracker Barrel? <laughs> sure have. It's a it's nice and empty now, Ben. You can go. There's no way. I gotta go. Dude, I gotta go. I gotta oh, go yeah. before I leave. I'm yep. so excited. All right. Famous <laughs> laugh. We'll play it for you. And uh, I think we're only playing it once, right, Muggs? Is that, that is the deal? correct. Okay, we only can play it for you one time, so listen very closely, then identify who's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would be Woody Woodpecker. All right, sounds How like he has an assist. How many car, people are playing? <laughs> that sounds like a group it's, it's, effort. It's, it's my son who's going to go with me if we win. Oh, okay. Well, right. guess what? Made that cute. There you go. You're going. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I think this movie's, I think this movie's very appropriate for a six-year-old, too, so I think you'll have a good time. All right, let's go to Leo. He's in Pasadena. Hey, Leo, good morning. Thank you for listening to The Kevin Bean Show. Hey, good morning. Good morning. All right, here's your famous laugh. <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Hey! Sure is. Yeah. Yep, sure is. Yeah. All right, two for two. Way to go. Famous last. <laughs> Donna Ray, Rancho Cucamonga, up next on K Rock. Hello, my dear. How are you? Hi. I'm good. I'm so excited to play, so let's make it easy. All right, here we go. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That would be Pee Wee Herman. All right. Indeed. You guys really know your laughs. <laughs> three for three. Uh, how about La Habra, you guys? Why don't we say good morning to Junior? Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, Junior. Junior, three for three so far. Let's keep it going. Here's yours. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> three for four isn't bad. <laughs> oh, Junior. Most defeated voice. Oh, Sorry, man. Oh, it, it was the great Eddie Sorry. Murphy. That was mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's famous laugh. Ah. Thanks for playing, though. Anyway, I feel bad. Me too. Let's go to Orange. Say hi to John. Hey, John. Hey, how you guys doing? It says here on the screen that you work in banging. Is that right? <laughs> it says bank. yeah. banking. Oh, banking. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, banking. Okay. Yeah. All right. Not, not, not quite as interesting. Yeah. All right. Listen up. Uh, name this famous. Secure. Name this famous laugh, please. <laughs> funny oh my gosh oh, uh John. what do you think yeah oh, one, i'll give you a hint one of the great moments in live tv uh kanye west no, uh, no. that was uh, anderson cooper anderson cooper laughing on cnn very funny thank you for the call appreciate that enjoy your banging let's go to uh derek H- hb up next hey derek hey guys what's going on well, we're giving away tickets to see Joker ahead of an opening next Friday. Uh, listen up. Here's your laugh. Just name it. <laughs> Derek? Derek? Still there? Yes, I am. You're right. And that what? famous laugh is? You shazamming it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, sir? Nope. Uh, 
Nothing. Okay. Oh man. That was the uh, the very famous uh, Krusty the Clown. Krusty yeah. the Clown is what we we're, were looking for. We were buzzing there. We were three, on fire. Three killing yeah. it. Yeah. Fire. I don't know what happened here. All right. Well, let's hope for uh, Joanna then. Los Angeles up next. Hey, Joanna. Good morning, party people. Good morning. G- good luck. Let's get back on track. Who's this famous laugher? <laughs> oh man. No idea. No, no, no. Our listeners hate animation, you guys. That's what we've just learned. That's Peter Griffin from Family Guy. Yeah. (sighs) Thank you, though. Appreciate it. Got to turn this around. I'm getting nervous now. Andrew's in Downey. He's up next. Andrew, come on, man. We're counting on you here, all right? All right. All right. Joker tickets. Who's this famous laugher? I was going to say Seth Rogen, but... But, but you, you did, did say Seth did. Rogen. Yes, That's congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> that was close. Oh, wow. We had a snatch of uh, victory out of the jaws of defeat there, didn't we? <laughs> All right, one more contestant. Let's make it Torrance's Kyle up next on K-Rec. All right, Kyle, we got one pair left. We want you to have them. Are you ready? What's going on, party people? I'm ready. What's All right, here we go. Oh my God! I've known every laugh but this one. Uh, hmm, that's weird. Uh, I know it is a weird laugh. I want to say Count Chocula. <laughs> yeah. Can we give him the tickets for that answer? <laughs> it's a great answer, oh. but unfortunately, it was our own K Rock's beer mug. Yeah, that yeah. was beer mug oh. doing the laughing there. You want to do, try to do one more, Bean? We I have I have one on deck. Okay. Okay. All right, the final contestant yeah, here, here is going to be Jonas. He's in Riverside. All right, Jonas, we got one pair left. They got your name on them. If you can name this famous laugher. Here we go, Jonas. <laughs> Good luck. Wow, I have no idea. I don't that know. I don't that know either. Jonas. I'm happy we pushed one more there. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bugs. That was on me. That was uh, the International Man of Mystery at Goto. We were, we were running out of yeah, actual okay. celebrities there. All right, now All let's right. do another one. That's not. Thanks to everybody for playing. Don't forget the Joker's in theaters during Joaquin Phoenix next Friday. This has been Famous Laughs. Name the Famous Laughs. K Rock. Guys, I think we uh, owe our listeners an apology. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh, well, we always well, owe uh, our I listeners an apology. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> has, there, has there ever been a day where we don't? I just thought, yeah, we do. Okay, moving on. We, uh, we missed one of my favorite days of the year earlier this week. Wednesday was mm-hmm. National One Hit Wonder Day. And uh, hmm. in the past, we have uh, commemorated it some years by doing a playlist throughout the morning of all one-hit wonders. Mm-hmm. And we, we blew it. I don't know. We didn't have it on the, the coming-up schedule or whatever, but we completely missed it. It flew by. And uh, I'm sad about that. And then I saw this article from Entertainment Weekly about National One-Hit Wonder Day. They put together a playlist of what they say are 25 of the catchiest and most essential one-hit wonder songs of all time, which I just think is fun. Okay. Yeah, Sounds like fun. fun. So I thought it might be fun to play a little game between you guys. 90% of these songs are K-Rock songs that are mm-hmm. on this playlist, okay? There are a few that aren't, but I think there will be songs that you will know and love. I thought we might play a game where I will play the opening, like, three, four, five seconds of the song. And then each of you, you know, will go in order, back and forth. You'll get a chance to name the song by title and artist. And if you're right, you get a point. And if the if you don't know it and your competitor does, they get a point. Okay. okay. All right. Think that'll be fun? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I love music games. I really do. All right. So, Allie, we'll start with you. This is uh, the first four seconds of 
a one-hit wonder that's among the catchiest of all time, according to Entertainment Weekly. What if God was one of us? By whom? By whom? The chick. (laughs) I need title and artist for the point. I'm sorry. Um, Wow. Uh, She played with my friend Steve in a band called Trigger Hippie. Um, Wow. Uh, she's got curly hair. Don't make me say artist, too. They're yeah. a one-hit wonder. They're lucky I know their song. Whoa. Oh, I'm sorry. We're out of time. Jensen for the steal. I, I don't think it's her, but for some reason, Meredith Brooks is coming to mind. No, I'm sorry. She was the bitch girl. Yeah. This particular song was by Joan Osborne. Joan Osborne. Yeah, yeah. What if yeah. All right. She was in a, a band called Trigger Hippie as well. No uh, no point there. All right, No, Jensen. there's a point. That's not fair. It shouldn't be artist and title. <laughs> it is artist and title. That's how the game is played. All right, here we go. All right, Jensen, here's yours. Oh. Gautier. Okay. Oh, what is the name of that song? Gautier. Um, oh! <laughs> no, it's I've lost it. Allie, for the steal. Honestly, I knew it was Gautier. I, I can't think of the name of that song. Okay. Yeah. Is it somebody I used to know? Is somebody that the title? That is what we're so, looking for. So in One Hit Wonderland, I just have to remember the hook. That's basically, yeah. okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Zero, zero. All right. Allie, here mm-hmm. we go. Out of One Hit Wonder. Again, as I said, most of these are K-Rock songs. Some, including this one, are not. You gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You it gotta is be called. Strong, you gotta, gotta be. be. You gotta you are be. Correct. Uh, Just know the word. But then mm-hmm. here comes the Who's it by, please? She is a uh, beautiful African American woman. Indeed. Um, with one name. Yes. Yes. And it is. Like, How do you guys think it's going like so far? Like Yvette or Mich- Michelle. Michelle? No. <laughs> um, Jensen for the steal. I'm so excited. It's Jensen for the okay. steal. All right. I would have said Michelle into cello, which it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. No. No. no, I'm getting them all messed up. No, pass. <laughs> yeah, we already know this one. Desiree. Desiree. D-E-S apostrophe R-E-E. I mean, R-E-E. we've gotten all of these, just not... They're all, very, They're all very memorable. All right. Uh, these are fun one-hit wonders, though. I mean, I like all of these songs so far. All right. Jensen, you're up, right? Yes. Here we go. Guys, I'm so much worse at this game than I ever would have guessed. Uh, no, no guess. No, no clue. Guess. All right. Allie, you might remember it as a huge K-Rock yeah, song. Title it. Can you play it again? Let her play it. She no, can hear it again. I, I remember it, oh, but do. I don't remember. Uh, the, it's a band. A uh, bunch of guys. Um, I know it's a guy band. Uh, don't remember how it went. And I've never known a girl oh, yeah, like I that is uh, Edwin Collins. Edwin Collins oh, was his name. Do you know who Girl doesn't remember Edward Collins? Edward Collins. There's <laughs> yeah. no way. That's a hard one. That was a great song, a big, big hit here on K-Rock. We even had Edwin Collins as a guest on the Kevin Abicha. Okay, still 0-0, zero, zero, you guys, well, which I not. wasn't expecting. We were counting halves. All right, Allie, uh, you are up. Is that correct? Sure. Here we go. Good luck. <laughs> Closing time? Yes. By the band that does closing time. <laughs> it is, in fact, closing by the band that does closing time. time. You are correct. For, oh, God. The closing time. It's the that dude. And, yeah. I know the song. 
right. Jensen for the steal. I I honestly don't know why. I, I This is a band I have on my iPhone uh-huh. right now. Okay. And I, and I just keep thinking New Radicals, which it 100% is not. It yeah. is definitely not. It, you that are correct. obviously is a different one-hit <laughs> you're, you're order. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> yes. It is not. It is Semisonic. Golly. Semisonic. Okay, I feel it's going great. Greg Alexander is the name of the singer, which for New Radicals, who we've yeah. also had on the show, yeah. by the way. Just Here's the you thing: know. Just I will those know lyrics to all these songs. Uh-huh. Couldn't tell you who sings them. Okay, Just I think you've I think you've proven that. Yeah, I don't even think you, you need to make you. made that reference. Yeah. All right. This, this is, this is one. Game. Yeah, we're doing great. This is one that you guys are going to fight to answer because you're both going to know it. No, I am I very don't, convinced. Don't say that. Uh, is it whose turn is Jensen. it, Allie? Jensen. It's Jensen's turn. Yes. Here we go. Oh, I got it. Diggable Planets Rebirth of Cool. Is it Diggable Planets Rebirth of Cool? Yes, it is. Yeah. It's not Rebirth of Slick? No. It is Rebirth of Slick, actually, is what oh, it is. But- yeah, bitch! <laughs> yeah, bitch! Hold on. Is there a second, is there a, is there a second title? With, uh, In parentheses, after Rebirth of Slick, yeah, it I'm says cool that like one, that. Gotta take it back. Gotta take it back. Gotta take it back. <laughs> so she stole it based off that word. Yes! All right. Yep. Fair enough. I, no points, you guys. Uh, no, Excuse she, me? she would have got the title. I got it. Okay, Allie gets the point, point, you guys. I'm cool like that. I'm black right. like that. Would well, you have gotten the artist? Yes. Oh, 100%. I just oh, yeah. saw them in concert <laughs> a year ago. Yes. That's All right. sad. So yeah. Allie's, Allie's, Allie's a winner. And by the way, not a one-hit wonder. Um, uh, technically, yeah, as far as like charting, but not for us. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, that's the case with some of these, uh, some of these big, K, you know, some of these uh, K Rock songs. They, mm-hmm. you know, like Jimmy Eat World is on this list, who has like ten songs on K Rock, but really only one hit in right. America. You know, right. with the middle. All right, so Allie's, uh, Allie got the point there, yep. and, she, and it's her point, so and it's her turn, and who's it's your turn as yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here we do. We're talking about the catchiest one-hit wonders of all time. Let's see how you do with this one. Oh, that sounds like. Lola, or whatever that one was. That, uh, <laughs> Suzanne uh, Vega? No, 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 no. Oh, Lola. Lola by the Kinks. Yeah. yeah. Is it Lola by the Kinks? It is. I'm sorry, it's not. No? It's another okay. huge K Rock song that we have played in the last couple of months on our show. Did we, are we allowed to play it again? Uh, no. Let's make it fair for everybody. I don't know it. You don't know it either. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about this? Does this remind you of. Oh. What's going on? Four Non Blondes? Yeah. Four Non Blondes is yeah. correct. Yeah. Yes. But honestly, I, I clearly would have known something from the hook. But that part I did not no. did not ring a bell. No, it's All right, like we only have time for a couple more guys. Unfortunately, as much fun as this is. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's a high scoring affair. How do matter people in their cars? Uh, this probably, is a, this is a hockey game more a than lot a lot of yelling. Football, yeah, yeah. Uh, whose turn, please? Jensen. 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 Here we go. Jesse's girl. <laughs> what is this? Well, that's what I'm asking you, actually. No, I'm asking you. I'm turning the game around. I <laughs> uh, don't know that one. All right. I thought it was Jesse's girl. Allie for the steal. Honestly, that sounded a bit like the cars. It did. I... That one boom, yeah. did sound like the cars. <clears throat> Can I tell them, Bean? If, um, if Allie doesn't get why it. Why do you have to butt in here, Bear? We're, <laughs> adults are playing, all right? You're at the kids' table. Here's what it is. Oh, oh mom. See, I have a block on the uh, song. Fountains of Wayne? Yes, yeah. Falcons and Wayne yeah. Stacy's mom has got it going on. Here's the Omar thing. ruined that for surprisingly, me. <laughs> <laughs> surprisingly, I, I, the trigger of hearing the song did not give me anything. But then when I'm like, oh, that's Fountains of Wayne. I, like, I know those, but right. boy, this game really backfired on yeah. us. All right, I'm just going to do uh, one more, okay. here, guys. Uh, whose turn, please? Allie. Allie, you're already, you've already won the game because mm-hmm. you got one, and I think you're about to get two. All you ladies pop your like this. Shake your body, don't stop, don't miss. 
no idea. Really? No. I am very surprised by that. Sounds like a jamming song for you. Right. Jensen, you'll know that one. Pop that. Uh-huh. It's a one name. It's a girl, Kia. K-H-I-A. That is correct. Yes. What's the song called? Oh, uh, my my back. Lick, uh, my neck, my back. That is correct. Yes, there it is. My neck, my back. Wow. Lick my my neck, my back, well, like sounds, Kia. How I dirty. How I got Kia is I'm very <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> but we end with a tie game, yeah. which means we do it again tomorrow, right? No, no, <laughs> thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock. All right, here's the study, you guys. Um, I am very disturbed by this. Hmm. Very disturbed. Mm-hmm. Over 2,800 people surveyed. Uh, and here's the conclusion. People are willing to bench their sense of right and wrong when it comes to their own family, even if it means breaking the law. A new study from the University of Michigan found that when a member of a family behaves abhorrently, people are often inclined to protect them. Even if it is a severe crime like theft or blackmail or groping, they say that in most cases, people will not turn them in to the police. So in other words, uh, your kid comes home and says, oh, I just did a hit and run. And you go, well, I'm glad you got away. I mean, essentially, that's what we're talking about here, right? Yeah. As opposed to if you had witnessed it and it was a stranger, you'd be the first person to call the police and help them find that person because they're an evil, bad person who deserved to be disciplined. So you're saying you're surprised by this moral dilemma? Yes. It's not. It shouldn't be a moral dilemma. It's the most obvious moral dilemma. It's one that's uh, the basis of numerous films and TV shows. I think 100 percent it would be very difficult for me to turn in my wife, my wife, for anything she did illegally for. I would. I couldn't do it. I mean, if she murdered someone. Yes, I probably would. I, I know I would. You would help her get a fake passport and get her to Mexico. <laughs> I would cut up the body with her and put it in the backyard. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm saying I get that there are exceptions. But we are talking about you know uh, some smaller crimes in this in this survey as well. Well, one of the one of the uh, two of the the crimes that were mentioned are theft or sexual harassment. Participants were quizzed about how they would react if asked by a police officer if they knew any information about either of those acts. It uncovered that people would hide the truth and would even lie, which is a criminal offense, to protect their family to save your wife or child from going to jail. Bean. I, now I'm imagining you walking across the street with Donna being like, she's jaywalking. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, look. Such a narc. Yeah. We're going to take, take calls on this, by the way. If you have ever had to face this dilemma, if you have ever had a family member commit a crime and you were in a position to, to uh, flip on them and you did or didn't, what was the thinking behind it? That's what we want to talk about at 1-800-520-1067. Would you turn in your mom, your brother, your uncle, your cousin, your kids if they committed a crime? I think everyone will say that there's levels to it. Levels to what, what the crime is. I'm going to tell you right now, if my dad killed a rapist, mm-hmm. I'd high five him. I'd be like, what do you want for dinner? If my mom murdered a child molester... I'd be like, can I paint your nails? You want a foot massage? What do you need? But what about just a child? (laughs) Killed a child? Yeah, your mom killed a child. Just for no reason? We don't know. Like, was the kid crying? I don't know. Like, really annoying? The kid was a dick. What if the kid was a dick? A plane ride next door? No, absolutely. My mom would have serious problems, and I'd turn her in. Yeah, absolutely. Um, That one I think is easy. Absolutely. Yes, okay. Yeah, I think the examples that you're giving are certainly defensible. What about theft? And you're right. We all 100%, we all 100% have a line below which we would never consider turning somebody in. question. Yes. You look in Donna's closet. 
mm-hmm. there are tons of outfits with tags on them, and the act like tons of them have that shoplifter tag still on them. You know what right. I'm talking like, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah. the ink on, like tons of them and stuff. And then you ask her, and she's like, "Yeah, I st- I've been stealing them." Okay, first of all, she would never ever do that because she loves to spend money. <laughs> I think it would, it would take the thrill of of buying stuff away from her. Right. But second of all, I honestly believe the answer to your question is I would talk her into returning them and doing the right thing, and I think she would see the disappointment in my face and she would do. But it. then she gets arrested when she goes and she does jail time. Um, I don't think you go to jail for that. Well, let's play it out. <laughs> that's okay, hit, how about hit and run? Hit, accidental hit and run. Hit dude. and run. All right, that's that's the example that I gave. That is a very serious crime. Okay, mm-hmm. although you could argue if you were tr- if you were trying to do pretzels in your mind to defend your behavior of not turning your dad in for a hit and run, mm-hmm. you could say, well, nobody got hurt. Hit, the other guy's insurance company is still going to pay for it. As far as I'm concerned, that's still a heinous thing to yes, do. Yes, absolutely. I turn in somebody on a hit and run. Your wife, Donna. <laughs> yes, I turn her in on a hit and run. Wow. DJ Omar Khan. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, I have a, a two daughters, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of struggling with this because let's say they're in their 20s, mm-hmm. and they would commit murder. Okay. I think if I love them this much then, I don't know, they could be, they could grow up to be dicks. Oh, trust me, right? when they're teenagers, <laughs> you are going to so, question so, why so, you had daughters. So, so, so I'm, I, but I, I'm struggling with if, if, they, if, they, if, they committed, <laughs> if they committed murder, I, 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 I think I would help them flee the country or something oh because God, I couldn't Omar. imagine murder. Them, I couldn't imagine them spending their entire lifetime uh, in jail behind bars. Yeah. But also but it's they like would this, have deserved it. Listen, they would dude, deserve to be in jail as any murderer I, does. I, I get it. I get it. But it's wow. your it's it's your family. It's your daughters. I don't I, you know what? And it's also Depending on the circumstances, right? Yeah, like he Ali had was saying, yeah, you know, I mean, what what if the guy, you know, didn't open the door for her on a date, and oh, boom, she murder. killed him. Exactly. You know what? I can see that. <laughs> but yeah. What about the family? The family left behind of the victim. Don't they deserve some sort of justice? Don't Absolutely they deserve do. the, the murderer and to be apprehended? If they want to find her in Mexico somewhere, they they can. You they just, could chase her down. You, you know what? Oh, my bad. Send her. Okay. <laughs> uh, that did happen in my high school. There was a kid. I mean, it was a, a theme. It was a movie called Alpha Dog. But that was my high school where this kid Jesse set up a murder of a kid, and then his father re- allegedly helped him go on the run. Oh my god! So and would hide from you know would basically make sure he has money and all those things, and always knew where he was, but but was hiding That's where crazy. he was. They ended wow. up catching him, but yeah, supposedly the dad was. Is in on hiding them. What if I were to tell you, because we're looking at, uh, at callers at 1-800-520-1067, and if you've ever had to make the decision, the hit and run example played out in real life on line two. This is going to be Whoa. David. He's in NoHo. He had to make this decision. David, I'm so glad you were listening right now. What are the circumstances? Hey, morning, guys. Love you guys. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, um, I had a cousin who had a hit and run and uh, called me after the hit and run to ask me if I knew anybody that had a tow truck to help him out. Uh, I asked for all the details. He explained it to me, and uh, I told him to hang on. Uh, hung up with him, uh, called nine one one, and let him know where he was at. Wow! And and he went to jail. Well, yeah, he got caught, and uh, they uh, you know they arrested him and fined him and everything, and uh, he had to end up paying for the uh, for the damages of the other vehicle. The um, funny thing was that uh, you know my his sister called me. She's like, oh my god, uh, you know he barely got away. And, for him, and I'm like, what about the other person who got rear-ended on the freeway? What about yeah. that person? Yeah. Um, did you tell your cousin that you were the one who turned him into the cops? 
Uh, not after, not immediately, but afterwards, I did tell him. I and, said, hey, you know, that it, it was me that turned you in because you were being a total ass. And what happened? What did he say? <laughs> was he freaking out? Uh, well, we, yeah, well, he kind of freaked out, and then we stopped talking for, you know, almost a year or so, but uh, then he kind of came around. Huh. Okay. Interesting that you figured out a kind of a solution that you could do it anonymously, which I guess we hadn't even thought about, but uh, yeah, great but call. You, you still feel it inside, like you turned it yeah, in. Oh, yeah. Or whatever, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for the call. We really appreciate you listening to 1-800-520-1067. Have you ever had to turn in a family member? Did you turn in a family member, or did you turn a blind eye and be a bad American? Yeah, like, I, I, I would never turn in my wife for all the meth that she's been selling, the blue meth. You said that out loud, by the way. You it. actually just said We're that on, on, the, the, on air. the air. Oh, I thought we were off. We'll take your calls next on K-Rock. Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock. Talking about uh, snitches get stitches here on the Kevin and Bean Show. A uh, new survey says that most people would not turn in a family member if they had committed a crime. What's the uh, text we got in on the 323? Uh, it says, I would never snitch on anyone. I'm not like 6'9 or Bean. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I do. I do remember in her in her last year, my grandmother uh, pulled up. She was two inches in the crosswalk with her car. The way she parked in her car, I couldn't. I couldn't call the SWAT team fast enough. I mean, you, you can't allow something like that. It just becomes anarchy if everybody just parks wherever they want. I mean, I felt bad because you know she was eighty eight, but I mean, still. <laughs> Pay attention to what you're doing, Grandma. Good Lord. All right. Taking your calls at 1-800-520-1067. We've got a full rack of calls, by the way. A lot of crimes happening in our listeners' lives. Amber's up first from Long Beach. Good morning, Amber. Good morning, Bean. I'm so excited to talk to you. I'm excited to have you on the program. So you have had to encounter this where you had to make a decision about a family member doing something bad. Yeah, and it wasn't one of the extreme, you know, murder and rape and, you know, the horrible things of the world that, that you were talking about earlier. Um, it was actually theft, and it was my sister-in-law who was actually caught on one of the, you know, doorbell cameras stealing stuff. And the reason why I didn't turn her in and why I didn't report it, I mean, number one, it was minor, so I didn't really know how far it would get anyway. Um, but the thing I was most concerned about was how my mother-in-law would feel if she knew that I was the one who did it. Yeah. You know, I didn't want to cause a big rift between my in-laws and, you know, put my husband in that situation. So that was my reason for staying yeah. out of it. I mean, that makes sense. I understand that. What did, what did uh, your sister-in-law steal? <laughs> it's really sad. Um, she's got some problems. So it was actually um, Christmas decorations off of people's lawns. Aww. And her reasoning was that she wanted to provide her kids with a good Christmas. And so um, the other thing is that it was all over uh, Facebook. You know how they have those crime watch pages? Yeah. And you should have heard the stuff that people were saying that they were going to do when they found this person. And, you know, I what if something would have happened where, you know, she would have got beat up or put in the hospital because of the neighborhood she was in? Yeah, that's And, a tough one. you know, I would have felt really guilty if something terrible would have happened to her because of her actions. I felt like you know, yeah. what goes around comes around, and karma gets you in the end anyway. And by the way, you disappoint Santa. That stays with you forever. <laughs> yeah, that's you know the I mean? naughty list, man. No one that's wants to be on naughty that. list. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Amber. I we know. appreciate the call. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, Allie, Jensen, you guys agree uh, stealing Christmas decorations? Okay, you don't uh, you don't peep up on that? I, I don't tell the cops, but I try to convince my family member to go return them. But and, I don't tell the cops, you weirdo. No, no, not uh, not on that. But if, especially if she was trying to do it for her own kids to have a little bit of Christmas, that's yeah. heartbreaking. Bean, by the way, is just trying to like make himself alone at all yeah. times. He's like trying to figure no, out ways that he can yeah. turn a family member. Bean already I, has her murdered. Yeah. But what yeah. I'm saying what, is, what do you want for your last meal? 
What about the, a candy what about cane? the fa- What about the family whose Christmas decorations were stolen? What about the Christmas I just said I want to go return. I, no, I'm no, going to convince her to go return it, but I'm not going to tell the cops, man. Okay. All right. I'm just saying that family has kids too, is what I'm saying. And oh, their yeah. little hearts I'd are definitely broken. get the cops involved. We could trust the, all of them. Ramey is on line one. He is in Irvine. He has an interesting take on this as an attorney. Ramey, thank you for listening to Kevin Amicia. What's going on, man? Morning, party people. Morning. Morning. So I have a cousin who uh, got picked up on a residential burglary burglary a couple years ago. So, of course, from family pressure, I got to represent him. So I'm representing him on his uh, resberg. Then he and a couple friends get a bright idea to start knocking off some schools, you know, stealing computer equipment and crap like that. He calls me in the middle of the night. I answer. I hear sirens on in the (laughs) background telling me that what do I do? What do I do? So I cussed him out, hung up the phone on him. Then the next day, because apparently he got away, comes back to me asking me what he should do. So I cussed him out again and told him to find a new attorney on the second charge. And I can't even say anything because he is my client. Right. Even though I wanted to turn him in. I couldn't say anything. Well, now's so a good time. You're on the radio if you want to say his name. <laughs> it's a good, good time to let I it go. Wish, uh, I'm not trying to get disbarred, right. so uh, just saying, cousin, you're a moron. Uh, yes, okay, <laughs> fantastic. I imagine if you're the attorney in the family, by the way, you are always the go-to. If oh, yeah. any kind of problem. Thank you for the call. We appreciate it. All right, we got some really good calls here. Let's go to April in Redlands. I think she has an interesting case here, and I think we're all going to agree on what she did. April, welcome to the show. What's going on? Hey, I think I may have been beat as far as uh, turning people in. Oh, yeah. Okay, here's cold-blooded April. Yeah, cold-blooded April. A fellow narc. I'm (laughs) looking forward to hearing the story. (laughs) I turned my seven-year-old son in. Oh. For murder? (laughs) For shoplifting. Okay, that's different. Better, better. But that was to teach him a lesson, right? That's a teachable moment. Yeah, he stole some candy at the Target checkout, and as soon as I noticed, I immediately had him go back, give it back, admit what he did to the checkout lady, and they had their security officer talk to him. And then I drove him straight from there to the police station. So, I love it. I'm with you. I'm with you. Go on. Go on. You go. I hope hope your your kid ended up in handcuffs, man. He's still in prison. (laughs) (laughs) He sat there with the cop, uh, and the cop talked to him really seriously as if he was some kind of hardened criminal um but it it definitely stuck with him and my son is now 23 and he told me that since then he's never stolen anything ever or eaten candy (laughs) or trusted his mom (laughs) (laughs) great call that's actually awesome that's i mean it's that's awesome i don't know if the drive was needed over but yes i liked it (laughs) i liked april kevin and bean on k-rock k-rock Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring it a fry, yay, Allie. Day. This is another yay, one of my favorite 
segments that we do every week where you add some songs to the Kevin and Bean That's My Jam playlist. That's exactly what we do. We have a playlist on Spotify called That's My Jam. We have linked it to our Twitter and our Facebook and our Instagram. Just follow along at Kevin and Bean. And you're going to have new music every single week from the members of the Kevin and Bean Show because we don't pick the music we play here on the morning show and sometimes we want to introduce you to something new or something comes up on our playlist that we're like, oh man, remember that? That song? That's my jam. And I also want to add that sometimes there's different music for different times. Mm -hmm. Like what you're hearing at 7 a.m. on a Wednesday may not be what you feel like Friday night at 9. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think our playlist in general is kind of party heavy, don't you? A lot, yeah. Yeah, but for the weekend. But it does hit a lot of different moods. Yeah, for sure. that's great. Um, Including this one, because Kevin is not here, but he did email in his pick. Um, My favorite part of his pick is he said, heard this at a club in Barcelona called Opium. (laughs) And I was like, all right, I don't even care what your pick is. I need more on that story. But the band is Sophie Tucker, and they're an American musical duo based in New York City. I looked him up. Uh, Grammy-nominated song in 2017 called Drinky. Are you getting a <laughs> getting a theme here? That's with a Kevin, Kevin vibe, yes. Yeah. Uh, nominated uh, last year for Best Dance Electronic Album. So it all makes sense. But Kevin's choice is Sophie Tucker. It's a song called Purple Hat off of their latest album, Dancing on the People. Dancing people Are you just picturing Kevin in the middle of a dance floor shazamming that? Yeah, my jam. He was so on Molly when he said that. Wasn't he? He's never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bean, you're up next. Uh, we all agree that the best member of uh, One Direction is Harry Styles, right? Yes. Yeah. He's the most uh, He's he the most rules. talented. But m- most likely, I think, to have a future successful solo career. And then after that, it's probably Kevin or Nick or Joe or one of the others. Those kids. are Jonas Brothers. Shumpy, Monty. Um, I was surprised to find myself hearing and loving the new song from One D's Liam Payne. I don't know a lot about Liam Payne. But uh, this is a song that was co-written by Ed Sheeran, as were many previous uh, One Direction songs. And it's so good. There's a feature from uh, Boogie with a Hoodie on this, but I don't think that's the part we have. Liam Payne's new song is called Stack It Up. I've been working and getting by, but that ain't enough to satisfy. Because I got dreams for you and I, so I got money on my mind. So if you want to stack it up, man, you got to work for it. Jensen, I'm going to go to you for a ruling. Bop or no bop? Oh, I think it's a, it's a bop. It's I got a real a pop too. sound to it. Yeah, yeah way to yeah. go, Liam. Good job. All right, Jensen, you're up next. Uh, mine is from 21-year-old Travis Thompson. He's out of Seattle. He released a brand new album this last week called Reckless Endangerment. Uh, he looks like uh, if there was a new Sandlot movie and they needed like kind of a cute, chubby Mexican kid. Okay. He, he's very <laughs> adorable, and you, you would never imagine... 
that his rapping comes out of this cute little boy. Mm-hmm. It's almost Milanakis esque. Okay. At times. So uh, he's 60? But you would, uh, no, he's 21, but he looks 14. Uh, listen, he was first introduced to the world by. You didn't by, find him by being on the website, guys that are 21 that look 14, did you? Oh, no, no, no. I've already me, been, no. I can't look at Dot that from com. here. I've already been banned from it okay. in the workplace. So uh, he was introduced to the world by Macklemore, also out of Seattle, but don't hold that against him. He was on a Macklemore song called Cornerstone. But this whole album is really fun and uh, it's kind of very true to him. And I've, I've been listening to it a lot more than I thought. This song is called Dropping Babies. It ain't nothing you can tell me about the world, bitch. It ain't nothing you can tell me about the world, bitch. We drop babies and raising they stop crazy a second, so I'm on the minute so I make it on. It ain't nothing you can tell me about the world, bitch. My bitch is heady like all my crimes You ready? Then call my line Brought an ounce to the levy And got some steady They on the right From the place I be on the pine With a tree good And the weather trash They Fleetwood with the pedal back Cause the team good And the level pass You will be good Where you headed at Take a deep look At that bezel path They got Got a little sweatpants vibe on that. He's, Donald Glover. He's good. Childish Gambino, excuse me, my bad. Travis Thompson out of Seattle, much like our friend Bean. He represents your hood. Bean, he has a song on the new album with Macklemore and Sir Mix-a-Lot, the two most famous Seattle rappers ever. Okay. Uh, so, you know. Represent the Emerald City. Get into it. All right. My band uh, is a four-piece band hailing from Dublin. They did um, a show with Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds, his big homecoming show at Manchester's Heaton Park, and he'd wanted them to play uh, because he just really likes them. He said they sound like early U2 and Echo and the Bunnymen. So when I heard that, I was like, let me pick this band. Yeah, you're in without even hearing it. I didn't even need to hear them. But now I am super stoked to see them November 14th at the Roxy. See if you you get a vibe from this band. Um, They're called Inhaler, and the song is My Honest Face. get a little early U2 and mm-hmm. maybe some Echo and the Bunnymen. <laughs> yeah, you do. Um, there's a reason you get some early U2. Uh, the front man is Elijah Hewson. His <gasps> dad is Paul Hewson. You might know him as Bono. Wow. No way. Very this boy. band you, you gotta have rules. guts to be a rock singer if your dad is Bono. I'm gonna tell you this. I knew nothing about them until I heard the description. Listened to them and I was like, they're freaking awesome. Looked them up to be able to tell you some stuff about them. And I was like, oh, dude, that's Bono's kid. That's very cool. That's awesome. They sound wonderful. Again, that's awesome. He didn't go by Bono Jr. <laughs> you know what I mean? He wants no. to make it on his own. Yeah. Which is cool. I like it. November 14th, by the way, at the Roxy, if you want to check By the way, out. very talented family. You know, his uh, daughter Eve is a very successful uh, actress as well. Have you seen her? She's very talented, very pretty. No, I don't know. I know that Bono married a woman named Allie, so all good things are coming to him. Okay. Yeah, she's right. Isn't that how it works? Mm-hmm. No? All right, some birthdays for you. Oh, by the way, you can find all of that at Kevin and Bean. It is our That's My Jam playlist, and it's wonderful. I think uh, four great songs today, yeah, by the way. I yeah, like them all. Absolutely. Gwyneth Paltrow, Meatloaf, Lil Wayne, hey, Avril Lavigne. some Meatloaf! I'm so sorry. <laughs> Remember earlier, Bean, when you said, Allie, give me a beat after you say Meatloaf because right. I've got a drop for you? But even though you even though you powered through it, I still insisted ah! on yeah. forcing it in yeah. because I was committed to it. I am so 
Let's do you want to do it again? Let's do it again. Okay. Uh, some birthdays for you. Gwyneth Paltrow, Meatloaf. Hey, Ma! Can we get some Meatloaf? Lil Wayne, Avril Lavigne, and our own associate producer, Christine. Yay. And that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Taylor Williamson, our longtime uh, friend and comedian, I had no idea you were such a wrestling head. Oh, hey, good morning, everybody. Taylor. Hey, good morning to you. you know, How far back we- do you go with, uh, with the love of wrestling? I loved it. My earliest uh, childhood memory, besides my father coming to my uh, my three year old birthday party, my mom kicking him out, <laughs> is um, which is kind of wrestling. My dad, my dad was Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Is By that the way. what you're about to say? Your dad is Hulk Hogan. No, your dad, who was kicked out, was Hulk Hogan. I wish. Okay, sorry to you interrupt. Wish. Hulk Hogan's still in my life. Yeah. You know? I thought that'd be fun. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> opening up like crazy. A man who's been exposed as a racist, you're like, wish that guy was my dad. Listen. My dad. All right. All right I'm uncomfortable now. Um, I was trying to make you guys uncomfortable, and then mm-hmm. it backfired on me, and then Mission I'm uncomfortable. How did that okay, happen? So, so I like wrestling. Oh, my earliest memory is my, uh, is, um, Macho Man Randy Savage. I'm looking at Jensen because yes. he respects this. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Jake the Snake Roberts uh, had his snake biting uh, an, an Macho inc- Man. By the way, an incredible moment in wrestling that that stuck with anyone watching it as a kid. Great. Do you remember Terrifying. that? Oh, I remember vividly where I was. I was at a kid named Ido's house. I remember everything. Like even if you don't like wrestling, I would suggest you look this up at work and possibly lose your job. And it's. It's back when everyone watched this stuff, and uh, a snake bit uh, Macho Man. That's a whole story. Just in the arm, yeah. and, and it, it, he, we, they weren't sure if it was venom. I mean, there's supposedly a behind-the-scenes story. It's even crazier. It looks like you're watching uh, Crocodile Hunter. It, it, I mean, it's just a snake biting a man. And that is where Jake the Snake came from. Well, nope. Well, he already right. had. The he snake was already. Yeah, okay. Already. All right. Whatever. Was, just trying to play. Yeah, trying to be involved. <laughs> Allie was trying to make us feel uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> Someone brought about the snake. There was wrestling <laughs> is, and I think Jensen was saying this off the air, and I think the case can be made legitimately that wrestling yeah. is bigger now than it has ever been. I don't know. I wonder about that. Actually, it definitely has the opportunity. Than ever. I mean, going to Fox this next week, I mean, or this next month, like all of those things that are going on is definitely, I mean, it's gonna, there's gonna be wrestling on television every day of the week in, yes. in a month. Isn't that crazy? Which is, I've never heard of. It's, we used to be able to watch once a week. And Taylor, what's this AEW thing that you're involved in? Uh, so I just, I'm not. Uh, and that's the root beer people, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, they're my friends and uh, they have this new show coming out on TNT and uh, I'm not involved with them really, but I did like, uh, uh, they asked me to talk to some of their fans after a wrestling show um, uh, a couple of months ago, and then I was like, so I went on the street, like, so I put on like a little suit and like uh, some like, some content, you know? They love mm-hmm. the content. The people sure, yeah, things. content is very Content's big now. Key. So like they're like go up to like the fans and talk to them and be silly with them. So I kept going up to like these wrestling fans, like, hey, you you want to? To be on the camera for some content, and they're all like, "No." Maybe don't pitch it like that for some content. What a creep! Is that what I did wrong? Yes. I'm from WikiFeet. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> That's essentially what they heard. I was just showing an actress friend's mom her daughter's WikiFeet page. Oh boy! Oh wow! Yeah, it didn't go over very well. Jensen, does I, your, I know who did, it was. Was it 
I put my foot in my mouth. Never mind. But um, Chad said, "Is your wife on WikiFeet?" Oh my god, yes. My yeah. wife is definitely on worse sites than WikiFeet. <laughs> That'd be horrible. A lot of deep fakes of my wife out there. Yeah. You gotta if you run a website, you have to put your wife on it, right, Jensen? Oh right, oh, right. Wow. It would be weird if I created this entire empire and didn't involve my family. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, so uh, I was looking for uh, wrestling fans, and no one wanted to talk to me. So then I saw beer mug, and I was like, just randomly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And I was like, do you want to talk? He's like, yeah. And then, like, I'm asking all these questions, like, what do you think about Chris Jericho? And he's like, who's that? <laughs> oh, no. I know who Chris Jericho is. <laughs> no. You don't go to Muggs for braids. No. I'm sorry. You just, hey, go for his, you? just go for his good looks. Yeah, exactly. But he by the way, uh, Taylor is going to be uh, at the Bray Improv, by the way, next Sunday, October 6th. Why no Friday and Saturday? Why Sunday only? You always ask me this. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't remember the answer. The answer is because I'm really famous. Right. Okay. See, so, like, the people who aren't really famous, they, they have to do, like... Uh, uh, like four nights mm-hmm. because they have to try to sell their tickets. Oh, make I see. Sense. I <laughs> like, see. With me, I'm like, listen. I tell my agent, I'm like, uh-huh. listen, guy. You know, uh, happy Rosh Hashanah, blah blah blah. <laughs> right. You know, <laughs> and then uh, I need to do one night. And make it a Sunday. <laughs> I need and make it a be, Sunday, right? Which is the night everyone wants to go out. It's a big night. Like, the, so it's not that you're not popular. It's just that your audience is more selective. I think it's both. Um, you know, Sunday night, uh, Married with Children's not on it anymore. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like, you had such a crossover with them. That's right. You know, Ed O'Neill's a big fan. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's yeah. He's still on. He's still on Married with Children. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor, uh, true or false? Dave told me that you had. How old are you? First of all, son. I'm 33. Okay. Dave told me that you very recently started drinking alcohol, and I find that difficult to believe. Do, are you? Do I seem like a, a, a drunk? You seem drunk now, but I mean, just, <laughs> I, mean in, I get told that actually. Uh, no, I just, I mean, I assume that you. What he means is you are drinking more socially now than you used to, but you probably drank some in your twenties, right? No, I never drank in my life at all. Never. Wow, what made you start? Um, well, here's what I decided. Is, is it your like, career again? <laughs> <laughs> is it your dad? <sighs> oh, Sorry. <Duncan>. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, my dad brought me alcohol. I didn't see him in 30 years, and he brought me some alcohol. He's like, I just got back from the store. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I told you line. I'd come back. I told you I was going to get alcohol. That's so funny. All right, so what happened? Was there a was there a moment, or were you just a, like a, like a, involved with a, at a party or something like that, and it just seemed like a good idea, and you enjoyed yourself? What happened? Well, I I never drank. Like I started when I I don't know. I was always I was been around a lot of people that drank a lot, and I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. And then I started comedy when I was 17. I'm surrounded by like super like extreme alcoholics and some people ruin their careers and and i was like so i kind of was like oh i don't need that you know you just avoided it sure avoided and by it, the yeah. way i respect that decision i don't drink at all either taylor not really a and at, he's at not all. surrounded by anyone yeah i'm not surrounded by anyone. Just <laughs> not something i ever got into never drank never smoked never did drugs i'm totally down with you doing that but what happened what changed oh no i was we were in like a club together yeah he feels like you let him down is what i'm picking up oh man so i was just like with i was in tokyo in january and i was just like kind of yolo you know mm-hmm. i was trying to sell a show for a few years but i do things for the first time and i've never done before so i was excited like well, i'm gonna save this for this tv show but spoiler alert that didn't work out you know? <laughs> it's just a tuesday in tokyo <laughs> right yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, my buddies and then but i don't and then also like dating and stuff i'm like i'm i like who i am i'm a great guy mm-hmm. you know i'm very handsome mm-hmm. you know but sure. uh yeah look around uh, indisputable mug. thank you 
Wait, oh, you're, oh, he wasn't listening. Oh, you're handsome. Yeah, you're handsome, Taylor. Oh, he thought he was. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were complimenting me. Okay. No, it's about me. And then um, I decided uh, I don't need more deal breakers. Mm-hmm. For as picky as I am for women. Yeah. I, I, my standards are way too high for what I have to offer. Sure. So I need. I realize I need to have more to offer or less. Oh, I see. Less not okay. to offer. So Wait, in other so words, drinking more is what you're giving to offer. It's honestly weird. Girls out throughout and ladies and women. Hashtag woman. <laughs> I, my friend got so mad at me. She, I, I used the word girls to talk about girls. Huh? She's like, are you dating a 14-year-old? You know? And Wait, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I call her a lady. Anyway, so, but like women throughout my life, they've been um, weirded out. If you're like, hey. Yeah, they're turned, they're turned off and weirded out because they don't trust somebody who doesn't drink. Being you get it. Yeah, I totally get it. I know exactly what you're saying. There are a lot of people who feel like you're the weirdo if you don't drink. So you thought, hey, you know what? I'm just going to fit in a little bit more with the general population, and I'm going to have a few. And you know what happened to me, B? And I started drinking. I was like, you never drank in? You were so weird. I'm still <laughs> so weird. Still following still you. Weird. Yes. Do you enjoy it? I don't get it at all, honestly. It doesn't make sense to me, honestly. You're still doing it, but you don't love it. I, I, I'll get a drink at a bar. I haven't been drunk, but like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it just oh, is... you got to put that on your checklist of things you've never done. Then, even for in the, Tokyo, you didn't get drunk. Nah. Oh, I got, I, mean, I got like a buzz, my, you know, like this is what I compare it to. And I realize, realize these are conversations you have when you're 15, like with your friends. Like, well, what this happened. Buzz, I'm like 33. Like, yeah. hey, is this normal? <laughs> <laughs> but like, so, it, yeah. One question, Taylor, before the break, and that is: so when you're a essentially a new drinker at 33, how do you decide what your signature drink is going to be? Like, you have so much to choose from. Like, do you have one that's Taylor's drink now? That's a really good question. I went with vodka soda because it just sure. looked like water. Yeah. Uh huh. And it doesn't taste like anything to me, and it doesn't, uh, it's really boring. Mm-hmm. Oh, you drinkers in the room approve? Good choice? I wish it was yeah. like a Cosmo or something like that. <laughs> I'll take a Mai Tai. I'm like, I'm like oh, Shirley Temple? Is, uh... <laughs> I'm glad you said it before I did, because they make fun of me of my references from the 1950s. Okay, Taylor Williamson is here next Sunday, October 6th. You can see him on stage at the Brea Improv. He is very funny. Trust us on this. Tickets on sale now, improv.com slash Brea. More with Taylor after this on K-Rock. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. He is the second funniest man in America. He is Taylor Williamson. He'll be appearing at the Brea Improv next Sunday, October 6th. Tickets on sale now at improv.com. Brea. By the way, um, I don't want to steal any of your thunder here, Taylor. But uh, Allie is on stage tonight and tomorrow night. Well, now I find out that that's when the least popular people go on <laughs> Friday and Saturdays. Oh, no. Um, yeah. let's, uh, let's, let's invite Taylor to that show, Allie. And to? let's remind our listeners what you and uh, the great Patrick Warburton are going to be doing tonight and tomorrow night. Yeah, we're going to be at Levity Live in Oxnard doing a... Um, there was a best-selling um, slew of books called Letters uh, from a Nut. And it was a man named Ted Nancy that wrote these letters to big corporations that were just trolling. So he, he was a Seinfeld writer. Yeah, he yeah. was. He's the one that did creating. He created uh, coffee and cars with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. His name's Barry Martyr. Is his real name. Um, and it's basically him reading all of the funny letters on stage, and I am the representative from the company reading the responses. So it's tonight and tomorrow. Me and Patrick Warburton. That's God so much fun. Funny. How cool from is Seinfeld. that? Now, Taylor, you always come in here trying to get uh, people to come to your shows. Now it's time for a little quid pro quo. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe you ought Are you to be. going to come Friday or Saturday or pull? Yeah. Should we? What should we put you down for? Listen. <laughs> oh, I got on a guest list. 
Oh my God! Now he wants a free ticket. <laughs> this is sad. It has gone to his head. It man. is ridiculous. I mean, I think the least you could do is to support Ali on stage at the Improv. The tickets are six hundred dollars. Listen, <laughs> I'm, I'm a rich, famous comedian. Uh-huh. I, I, I mean, I sell out Sunday nights shows. <laughs> right, cool. right. In Brea, mm-hmm. did you know Brea is like the trashier vine? Did you or did you know that? Should I say that? No, because you have not. a show there <laughs> Sunday. Trying like, to sell your ticket. Like yeah. I was, I was to see Orange County is like uh, the people better than me and stuff. You mm-hmm. know. But then when I go to Brea, they just say, no, we're not. They tell me they're not. They're okay. Right. You're playing in Brea. Am I selling tickets bad? No. I'm all Logan, by the way. <laughs> I turn um, heel on the crowd. Speaking of you being a rich and famous comedian, there's something else that uh, I can't help but notice, Taylor, from your uh, from your social media. And that is, you are dating so far out of your league. I mean, you even made a reference to it last segment, that you have very little to offer a woman. You're dating. <laughs> you're dating models, Taylor. I, models. This is what Dave Dave says. Well, we're all obsessed with it. We understand that you've got a great personality. I'm not obsessed with it. One because I understand that. I mean, listen. I know I'm coming from a place of uh, commonality here, but I I feel that uh, that funny people bring a lot to the table, and a lot of good looking people are stupid and dumb, and you wouldn't want to be around them. So I feel like we comedy people get a lot more. But there has to be a there has to be a hold on here. There has to be a balance. There has to be a happy medium. No, no. For an attractive woman, there has to be a happy medium where she can find somebody who's better looking than Taylor. but not oh. quite as funny as Taylor. Oh. You know what There's I mean? Not. Like, he's like very meet funny. Mi- he's good looking. But thank meet you. in the well, middle you. a little oh. bit is what I'm saying. Wow, this is just like I feel like I have one hand and like a like a, a bucket of cold water and one hand and a bucket of hot water. That's how I feel. And you have to pee. And I, do I have to pee also? Is a that a bit? thing? Isn't that a thing? <laughs> yeah, when your hands in water, sure. Taylor, why are you so ugly and get hot chicks? Is what Bean is asking in the in the most common nice way. Listen, I'm an eight. <laughs> Taylor, out of a hundred, yes. Bean, you don't find me sexually attractive, Bean. Taylor, look, here's what I'm saying. See, uh, Bean's jealous that he's on a model, and here, we have a chance together. He's, here's, and here's, by the way, Bean kicked out of his coverage too. Yeah, absolutely. There's right. no question about that. I, I definitely way above way above my uh, my pay grade. But here's what I'm saying, Taylor. Is <laughs> yeah. you, you are not. I love you. Okay, don't Jesus get me wrong. I love Christ. you. This is, I mean, this is a, quite a wind up. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the ladies adore your looks, but I feel like the ladies think, yeah, it's a good thing he's got a great personality. Unbelievable. Bean. Am I wrong, Allie? You're a lady. You're very <laughs> wrong. Really? Yes. Do you think if somebody has a great personality, but you're not sexually attracted to them at all, you just get by on the personality? No. no. Their personality often makes what it escalates is, it. What is attractive about them even yes. escalated? Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying Taylor doesn't grow on people, but I'm saying <laughs> Oh my much, god. Much like fungus. <laughs> but I'm saying, how does the model have the first conversation with Taylor? Because the model, if I if I can remind you, is really, really hot. Did you not hear Jensen? He said that uh, attractive people are stupid yeah. and boring. It's true. So what does the model have to offer except being really hot? Well, the model don't, doesn't need to offer anything that. else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Weird. Okay. yeah we're not concerned about that. That's weird. Okay. <laughs> no, no, no. Here's, here's, what I, here's what I think. I think that because dudes are mostly very dumb and bad in relationships or in communication, guys who are good at communication really are able to find themselves in uh, better looking relationships. That's just what it is. Communication mm-hmm. is attractive. And because comedians or people who do this kind of thing for a living are good at communication, we become catches. Uh, Jensen has admitted on the show, Taylor, that he has 
do I am I quoting you correctly that you have you've always yes. dated above your standing? I don't think I've ever dated anyone <laughs> who I technically deserve. You are you're physically. always the lesser person in the relationship. Correct. Yeah, I have never physically been better looking than anyone I've ever dated. <laughs> Correct. I will admit it. I'm open to admit it. But I think that because I'm I thank other men for that because most people are so bad to people they've dated or so yeah. bad at communicating yeah. that people who come around and are sensitive like artists or comedians or musicians mm-hmm. have a better time because we can do that. And let's be honest, ladies that are listening, they work harder. Okay, well, that's yeah, a good tip. Also, I mean, you're still pointing, which is pointing, just saying they were pointing hard. Down, <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. pointing down. Taylor, are you serial dating or are you having a long-term relationships? Where are you? I would like a relationship. I I, I had this girl say this to me, like, was kind of funny. Uh, it might be funny. Let me know. Uh, a lady said to me on a date one, she's like, I'm I'm comfortable dating you because uh, Woody Allen also dated uh, uh, models. I mean, was this before or after the true problem? Oh, yeah, well, she was also 14. Um, <laughs> wow. Oh, dear. Um, and she was your daughter. She, oh. she Not anymore. Right. Um, oh, right. That's right, because you split up with a mom. Gotcha. I'm, yeah. try, I'm, I'm right. trying to yes and this awful bit. I, so are you, are you getting multiple dates with these models? Oh, you're supposed to go on multiple ones? Yes, oh. that's the plan anyway. This is ju- this whole segment makes me sad. Wait, yeah. but Kevin told me hit it and quit it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. You definitely want dating advice yeah. from Kevin. Yeah. He's, uh, he's clearly the father you need. Yeah, that's uh, that's not a bad strategy either, Taylor. No, hey, w- um, yeah. let's have Taylor stick yeah. around since he loves the wrestling and we're giving away the wrestling tickets, yeah. all right? We're giving can, away can SmackDown you... anniversary tickets. Really? Can, you be, mm-hmm. can you be here for one more, Taylor? I would love to. Thank you. WWE SmackDown 20th anniversary happened at the Staples Center next Friday night. If you want to win the tickets, you can play a game. Call us right now. 1-800-520-1067. That's next on K-Rock. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. I'm just thinking out loud here, but wouldn't Taylor Williams be an outstanding replacement for your friend Bean here you in know a what? few weeks Listen when to I leave this the guy show? kissing his ass now. Called him ugly, called him... Oh, No, that's be- why he's perfect for radio. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying... There may be an he's, opening on the he's show. Still here. I yes. like Taylor so much. Wouldn't it be great if Taylor took over my job? He's sitting in here. Can Bean. I say a sincere thing for twenty seconds? Mm-hmm. Sure. Bean, I want to say thank you so much. Yeah, you guys, you and Allie and and uh, and uh, what's and, his name? Uh, the monkey. Kevin. Kevin. That's about it, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you guys right. having me on your show? Of course, Jansen. But uh, before, hey, I think it was over twenty seconds. But you really impacted my my life for happiness and career. And uh, thank you so much for all that you do for me and community. And let me just say this right back at you: nobody cares what you think, Taylor. All right, the WWE <laughs> SmackDown anniversary show is happening next Friday night at Staples Center. <laughs> We're going to give away some tickets right now at 1-800-520-1067. The game is called Beer Mug Make Music Out of Mouth. All right. It's time to get sexy. Here on Kevin and Bean, Beer Mug is going to make music with his mouth. Beer Mug, make music with your mouth. With your mouth. <laughs> ding dong, ding da do. Beer mug. Make music. Thank, thank you, Omar. <laughs> Beer mug. Make music with your mouth. Beer mug. 
about it way like two hours ago wait to hear the song for music with your mouth yes uh, Jensen, you were saying uh, i just can't believe this okay so listen we're giving away these tickets wwe such a big event rick flair's gonna be there hulk hogan's gonna be there it's gonna be incredible but you're gonna hear something kind of mediocre before that which is that we forced beer mug to listen to some wrestling themes and then now he's going to try his hardest to replicate it with his mouth live for you all you have to do is tell us what superstars theme he is making Okay. okay, sounds easy enough. Now, we just have one winner at yes. the end, so if you get it right, you go into a drawing. We're going to say hi to David. He's up first. He's in Pacoima on the Kevin Amit Show. David, good morning. Good morning, party people. All right, David. So here it is. This is going to be a song made with Beer Mug's mouth. You're going to tell me what superstar's theme it is. All right, here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Okay. We got it. We got it. That's that's a lot after oh, Omar's intro. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, David, what superstar is that? I hope that's Hulk Hogan. It is. All right, well done. He is in the drawing. Let's see what we can do with Anthony up next, La Mirada on K Rock. Anthony, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good morning, guys. Anthony, you know the name of the game? Yes. Yeah. Beer Mark. Make music with your mouth. <laughs> uh, did you get the first one, Anthony? Did you know that was Hulk Hogan? I, I did. All right, here's your chance. Tell us what superstar Muggs is trying to replicate theme songs. All right, here we go. <clears throat> <laughs> ba bum ba bum Thank you, Muggs. Okay, Anthony, what superstar is that? I'm going to take a guess. I don't know that one. I'm going to go with Triple H. That is not Triple H. That was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Kind of sound like it. Yeah, that was a good one. Taylor, Taylor, did you know that one? You know it? Yeah, I knew that one. Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Very good. Let's try um, Callista, Simi Valley, line three, please, our next contestant. Hi, Callista. Okay, so this is going to be the theme of a superstar. Muggs is going to try his hardest, which isn't much. Uh, Tell tell us what superstar this theme song is. All right, here we go, Callista. Listen up. Bum, 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 I have no idea. Oh, that was Randy Macho Man Savage. Oh my god! Are we last question? You can ask. Taylor can ask questions. What What made you go? I've never in my life, uh, my all my years of making noises with my mouth, gone bra 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 bra. (laughs) Who does the bra? That's that's a beer mug exclusive. All right. That's okay. me. That's a signature. How he makes music. <laughs> um, I feel like Muggs did an okay job with that one. I yeah. think that one was yeah. on the call. He's doing yeah. good. Yeah. I think. No, yeah. it's so good, but I've never heard bra. I've heard ma. Yeah, no, he's, he because makes some weird decisions. That's yeah. what I do when I make music with my mouth. Beer mug. 
Make music with your mouth. You really, truly are our Bobby McFerrin. Let's go to a good, great reference. Let's go to Compton and say hi to Manuel up next on K-Rock. Again, we're playing for WWE SmackDown Anniversary Show. Their 20th is coming up next Friday at Staples Center. Good morning, Manuel. Good morning, guys. Hey, Manuel. Hope you're a wrestling head because this is a theme song of what superstar? Here we go. Uh Thank you, Mugs. Thank you, Mugs. All right, well. Who is that? Um uh let's do I don't know, uh, do you, uh, freaking, uh, Jeff Hardy? I don't know, the no, Hardy Boys? that was, I thought you were going to go there. It's The Ultimate Warrior. Okay, <laughs> I, I can see it. Uh, I think we have time for one more, okay. maybe. So far, David okay. is the only one in the drawing, so let's see if uh, Garrett from Anaheim can join him there. Okay, Garrett, this is, uh, this is going to be your chance to get in there. Uh, you big wrestling head? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. This is the theme song to what superstar hit it, Mugs? Pretty good. It's a hard one, though. It's a hard one, but that was very good. I'm also glad it's over. Garrett. I'm going to say that, Bjorn Mugs, that was pretty glorious because that was Bobby Garrett is indeed a wrestling head, a deep cut right there. By the way, that's a bop for a song. Yeah, Yeah. that's good. All right, uh, Garrett, you're in the running, as is your friend David up there on line one. Unfortunately, only one can win. And by the way, I haven't mentioned this. Uh, Tickets are on sale now at the box office or AXS.com for the SmackDown next Friday night. And there'll be uh, Kofi Kingston versus Brock Lesnar for the championship that night as well. In addition to all the stuff from the past, there's only one winner, though. Who's it going to be? The winner is Garrett. Garrett, congratulations. The Bobby Roode pull got you the tickets. Yep. <laughs> thank you, guys. All right. Thank you very much That's for great. listening. Taylor, thanks for coming in, buddy. Can I hear? Thank you for having me. Can I hear the rest of them off the air? Yeah, yeah I'll play sure. On sure you can. And thanks for playing Beer Mug Make Music with your mouth. Beer Mug Make Music with your mouth. The Kevin and Bean Show, the world famous K Rock. Hey, uh, you guys, every week at this time, we do a little feature that we like to call Keep It 100. 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 We ask you to text us at 1 800 520 1067. Any K Rock song, past or present. If we have it, we'll play. We had some good choices this week. Texter number 99 was Tia, who wanted to hear No Doubt, Excuse Me, Mister. She even said, Pretty Please. But she's texting 99. We would have done it for do we would have done it for Tamara, but not for Tia. <laughs> wow, file. Wow, I think file. Um, texter 101 was Peter from Carson uh, in the mood for a little maps by Yeah Yeah Yeah. Oh, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, which is a great song right. as well. But neither of them are texted 100 because that honor is reserved for Alex from San Pedro. Alex, what's up, guys? Tell me and be honest. What are you doing right now? Well. uh... About 10 seconds ago, when Dave called me, I was at work taking a dump. And, uh, <laughs> cool. I get my info. Our people. And, uh, 
you, you guys know automatic toilets, right? They flush whenever they want. It's like they have a mind of their own. Yeah. Totally. Yes. And I'm trying to I'm trying to give them my info, and it's like, <laughs> oh, sorry, hold on, hold on. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, Jensen, how do you feel about Alex's ability to poop at work? Are you so jealous? I well, I am jealous. But Alex, do you find like a hidden bathroom, or do you just go with the one everyone uses? No, like my body is so programmed that every day around this time at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they know, they know what I'm doing. Uh, well, that yeah, I have, I have to find a hidden one before I even take a job. So yeah, understood. All right, well, listen, Alex, I think we got a little bit off topic, but uh, we're de- <laughs> we're delighted that you're regular. Alex, and we're... but how do you only go once a day <laughs> yeah. at okay. nine, or do you go like later in the day? We don't need any front to back wiper. Or... No, okay, you, you know what? Just once, but if, <laughs> really uh, <laughs> depends how much spicy food I eat. Yeah, because sure. sometimes I'm two a day, and I have a friend that like hey, barely Allie? goes like twice a week and oh, she yeah. her exact words were Allie I want your poo life and let's, now uh, uh, I, got that, I got that tattoo Allie, a day, McKay, no, it helps so much when your body's on a schedule like Amen. Okay. you know what if yeah. I could just change like, the target absolutely on target if we could just change and the topic. And they're solid. Have you okay. ever done the S? Alex, hey, you have able to do the Dr. Oh, yeah, Drew segment yeah. tomorrow? doesn't want to go down all the way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's stop. Awesome. Everybody stop. Stop. Hammer time. Seriously, stop. I hate it. I've already quit. I can't quit again. The reason Alex is on the phone is because it's Keep It 100 time. Alex, how did you select the song that you picked for us this week? Um... I just love rage. It's Friday. I want to get in the rage mood. You know, we got a weekend coming up, so that's pretty much it. All right. Go ahead and introduce it to all the K-Rock listeners, please. All right, guys. Here comes No Not Me by Rage Against the Machine. All right. Now go flush. Keep it one Sir, this is a Dairy Queen. (laughs) (laughs) I want to say that we owe Kevin B. Lister, Alex from San Pedro, a great uh, debt of gratitude because that was an outstanding Outstanding choice. That was. Hell for yeah. Keep It 100. And Outstanding. he gets to enjoy it feeling so much lighter. Yeah. Right? Because he had just poop taken free? a poop. Yeah. A couple of fun facts about Know Your Enemy from Rage Against the Machine. That is the voice of Maynard James Keenan on vocals during the bridge section. Don't know if you remember that or not. And also, Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction is on that song as well, playing additional percussion in it. So they got a couple of guests in addition to the Rage 4. Hell yeah. Great song, Allie. It was not released as a single, so it came out on the album. What uh, what year are we looking at for Know Your Enemy first being exposed to the K-Rock listeners? Honestly, I thought you meant like that Perkins guy that is in... Um, Third Eye Blind? Third Eye Blind. <laughs> no, like, why would they have done that? Stephen Jenkins is not Stephen in that song. Stephen Jenkins is who I <laughs> different, pictured. Different guy, right, exactly. <laughs> Stephen Jenkins, not much for revolution music. Okay, right. got it. Uh, that, was, uh, that was during high school. And right. I knew who my enemy was. And okay. um, you went to Crespi High School mm-hmm. right there on Ventura Boulevard in Encino. You know who you are? Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Stupid Jeff. <laughs> Stupid Jeff. Um, I will say 92. Three. 92. Have you settled on 92? 92. Is that your final answer? Yes, it is. Yeah! November 3rd of 1992 is when the first Rage Against the Machine album came out. And that is Know Your Enemy. Great choice. 93. 
Thanks again, <laughs> Alex. This has been Keep It 100. Keep It 100. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. It's a shame there's no uh, way to recap things that happened during the week. Yeah, people miss a ton of stuff. It is weird that we do so many things and then no one knows what happens at the end. I know I barely listen. <laughs> it's Friday on the show and I'm nervous for you. So in case you missed it, here's the week in review. Christine went to the mall and ran for her life while Bean made wheezing sounds into the mic. And he avoided the doctor's office like it was a sport. So the broken bone almost split into a fork. I bought uncut Jerry Springer DVDs. I don't have a question, but how about these? Bean's cool with six trailers, I want three. We said hello to Seth Green and Matt Bellamy. We went over details of a goose game and were reminded that Big Bobber died on a plane. Terrence Howard seems to be a blast in interviews and a milkshake duck almost ruined great news. When I text message, it's repeatedly fast. If you missed that download the podcast. One eight seven seven cars for kids. K-A-R-S, cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. <laughs> That's cars with a K. Okay, we got it. I will <laughs> say, I will say at the beginning of the week, Jetson, you never have any idea what's going to happen. No. Did you expect the big bopper would make your wrap up at the end of the week? Uh, you know what? I've left all my options open, so I'm, sure, not, I'm yes. not surprised by anything. The point is, we do have a podcast, which is available through Apple Podcasts, of course, uh, radio.com, and wherever you get your Stitcher and whatnot. Uh, check out the Kevin and Beat Show, because if you miss a minute, I've heard... You miss a lot. Um, Allie. Bean. Time for our final What's Happening for the Week. Sure is. It's exciting. Yeah, I want to bring you the story. Um, it's not about Bean, so you don't have to interrupt and say, I can't believe you're telling the story about me. Oh, is this not the thing with my dong? You. Yeah, yeah I know. big dong, dude. It's embarrassing, <laughs> yes. but I, I understand you She wants to. you to not admit it, even right. though we clearly right. know it's about you. It, it is about me, okay. So a well-hung British man claims... Uh, I know, I know. Claims he was accused of shoplifting... Because his large penis was mistaken for stolen goods stuffed down his pants. And this is not the first time this has happened to me either, by the way. <laughs> so Steve Whitehurst said, I had very tight jeans on that day. And there was a bulge, yes, but that's not illegal. I can't help the way I was made. He said that he was stopped by suspicious staff. Um, he was out with his girlfriend and his 18-month-old grandson. He claims that staff at Scott's Menswear still refused to believe him. So we went over to a cubicle to show all to a male security guard. He said, eventually, I dropped my trousers in front of everyone and just stood there in my boxer shorts and said, see, I've got nothing to hide. Hey, folks. Here's what the security <laughs> guard had to say. Wow, I'd really like penis. <laughs> That's where Kevin's been. He's over in England checking yeah. out junk. Well, here's um, here's the part that just made me go, what are you doing? these people. A spokesperson for JD Sports said the company um, that owns the store said he was only stopped because he was, quote, exhibiting suspicious behavior. And then another source told the media that when he did finally drop his pants, the bulge was much smaller than staff remembered it. That's like every dude that you say, I don't want to go out with you. And he's like, yeah, I didn't want to go out with you anyway. You're ugly and I, I hate you. Like, what is this? What are they saying in this store? Um, I think what they're <laughs> suggesting is that at one point he did have something stuffed out of his pants that he was able to ditch before the strip search. Yeah. I think that they were just mortified that they made a guy yeah. pull down his pants. They should be. As they should be. They yeah. went into an air-conditioned room, too. It was colder in the was room. Was it cold yeah. in there? Yeah. Okay. It was freezing. He's a, he's a grower, not a shower. Come on now. The bulge um, was 
was much smaller than staff remembered it. What dicks? Also, oh, they keep they keep saying staff as if that's not a pun. Right. Sure. How about the security guard, by the way, who mm-hmm. whose job it is is to go in and inspect the guy after he drops trail. Yeah. How do you get trying, that job? Is that, is that what you're looking for in England? Yes. Yeah. Are you googling it right now? You're like Scott's pictured as like a dude's dong. Right. Right. Yeah. That's what we're saying. So we now know that Bean's real name is Steve Whitehurst. Mm-hmm. Thanks, honey, little grandpa. There you have it. That uh, that guy had a hell of a story to tell when he got home that day. Yeah, he did, for sure. Do you think his wife was like, who cares? Let's do it. With right. That big doll. She's like, now the whole world knows. Right. Now she's got to be worrying about him every time he leaves the house. Like, also, what did you steal? What was in your pants? <laughs> Let's be honest here. It's like, also, I brought home this kielbasa. <laughs> so American Airlines is denying that Tyler, the creator's claim of he's not on the fly list. He's on the no fly list. They're saying, yeah, that's not real, Tyler. Don't don't say that. He tweeted yesterday, ha, huh, I'm on American Air no fly terrorist list. What the hell did I do? And the company initially replied, We'd like to look into this. Send us a quick DM with your record locator, which I just find funny. Mm. Like, let us help you and figure out why you're on the no-fly terrorist lift. But a spokesperson for the airline told Billboard that American does not have a terrorism watch list. That list is controlled by the FBI. But since Tyler, the creator, is flying with us today and was actually on one of our flights, the tweet is not accurate. Tyler, if you're on their plane... Mm-hmm. You're probably not on the no-fly list. Yeah, what's he trying to do? I don't understand what his I, point is. I don't know. Engagement don't, don't know. on yeah, Twitter. Tyler, the creator, he created content. Yes, yeah, he did. Yes. He really did. Jensen, is he awful? No, he's great. Is he a nice guy? Yeah, uh, I mean, I've only met him in passing, really, and he seemed nice in those, those times. Okay. You, sure. ju- you just hate when he was on the show here. Yeah, I mean, I, I granted, that's been my only exposure, and it was a phone interview with him, and he sure seemed to hate me. He's from the Beastie Boys school a little okay. bit. And He'll as just far troll as you. Interviews, yeah, he likes trolling. But he's, been, he's done great sort of uh, boundary-pushing things for hip-hop, both socially and musically. I think, uh, I mean, I, I don't... I don't listen to a bunch of his music. I probably give it one full listen to know what it is nowadays. But I, I was a big Odd Future fan in the in the early. May days. I play a clip of uh, just a small portion of the interview with Please. Tyler, the creator? I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Is there going to be much um, music on it as well, or just acting? Um, I mean, you'll see. You will see. Okay. That's, uh, that's Tyler, the creator, right there. Hmm. He's on. I'm going to put him on a no-fly list if I can. He's uh, with the Billy Bob Thornton, too, right? Kind of yeah. a similar kind of style. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I think Billy Bob gave a lot more. I mean, at least a lot more drops. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. to Tom Petty, would you? I wouldn't say that to Tom no, Petty. Probably Billy Bob. You are totally right. <laughs> I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> well, I, I'm just responding to you saying you wouldn't say that to Tom Petty. I've never met him. Tom Petty? You brought him I up. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. You're the one that brought him, up, brought him up. So, well, I think it's odd that you have to smoke inside a white stripe outside. Oh, I think that's odd too. Yeah, I don't know what you mean by that. Um, you just said it was odd, so <laughs> you, I was agreeing. You that keep bringing it's things odd. up. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, I, you, you literally you just it. brought it up, you and are then saying you say things. that's odd that you'd say that. Then I just say no, it's you that originally said it. Very strange. Well, mashed potatoes are no gravy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay, that's a great <laughs> point. That settles he, it. He shut us up. <laughs> you can't argue with mashed potatoes with no really, gravy. You can't. No. Um, some birthdays for you: Gwyneth Paltrow, Lil Wayne, Avril Lavigne, Meatloaf. Hey, Ma, can we get some meatloaf? You know who gets meatloaf? associate producer Christine because it's her birthday as well.
And a happy birthday. That's what's happening. Christine is another one of those people, by the way, who could be 18 or could be 60. Yeah, she, no, it's impossible to tell. She never ages a day. The Breckenmeyer School of Beauty. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, on your drive home today, listen to Stryker and Klein's commercial free-for-all. It's a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Thank you so much to everybody who endured the Kevin and Bean Show this week. And a special thanks to Jensen and Allie and Beer Mug for helping me out so much with Kevin on vacation. He will be back on Monday. we got a, a great show planned for you, including an all-new edition of Animal Stories. We're going to get into that discussion. We started to have a little bit yesterday about people who are unconventionally unattractive. Yeah. But you still want to bone them. Mm-hmm. All of that plus great news Monday. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Uh, so I guess this is a thing now? Don't bogart that joint, my friend. Pass it over to me. Whatever. The truth is stupid. Leave my taco alone. I don't think so. And the Bogart that joined, my friend. I'm Hulk Hogan, by the way. I'll just pass it on down. Guys, why don't you just get out of here? All right? Yeah, it's all right. We'll, we'll go back to our chairs. No, I mean get out of here. Leave. And when you're done, cleanup is quick and easy. Just pull out the sleeve pour out the contents, and wash it with soap and water. Play the radio. Make sure the television, the, excuse me, make sure you have the record player on at night. The, the, the phone, make sure the kids hear words. Bong, bong. Also on the web at carsforkids.com. That's cars with a K. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.